Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep things simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. I truly do believe that the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world, and the easier it is to live more simply. So I wanted to uh, do something a little bit different today. I'm actually video recording this podcast as well as just the audio. I just want to kind of experiment, try out uh, kind of putting this up on my YouTube channel as well, putting this up on my social media as a video also, besides just a podcast recording, um, you know, I'm always sort of toying with ways to reach more people. And I'm really feeling this week, especially as I'm recording this the week before Easter, um, the Wednesday before Resurrection Sunday. And I am just really feeling like I just want to reach as many people as I can. Um, with my messages. And I have realized that I have um, reached the 100,000 people listening to the podcast this past week. And I realize that's small potatoes in the podcasting world. I know there's people that have like millions of listens. So I I am not a numbers girl. I'm not interested in, you know, how many uh, numbers per se, because, you know, I can say that I had so many listeners. But to me, I realized that's a 100,000 people that I have a chance to reach with the message of Jesus. And maybe many of those people know the message of Jesus. And maybe many of those people are living out a life with Jesus. But what if there's just one that has stumbled upon this message who doesn't know Jesus? So I'm always looking for more ways to reach more people, not because I'm trying to, you know, make this big thing about me, but because I want to use the resources that God has given me. He's blessed me with the ministry and I'm using it to um, honor him. And so today I'm just trying this out. Whether I end up using the video or not, I don't know, but the recording will definitely still be out there. We'll see about the video. Um, And I did want to talk about something a little special today as we head towards Easter. So Before I start, I do want to thank my podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia has been such an amazing sponsor of the Simply Living for Him podcast. They are um, a Christian homeschool curriculum publishing company, but they also have so much more than just curriculum um, for the homeschooling family. They have lots of resources for the Christian family. So please go check out their resources at Apologia.com. They have recently put out their new digital catalog. So if you are a homeschooler, now is the time to go look at their new catalog to start picking out your curriculum for next year. So today I want to really uh, focus on a topic. I don't know how it's going to go. I sort of was just driving home in the car and I was like praying, God, just give me the words. Just let let this whole thing just unfold how you want it to unfold. Um, But I did want to talk about the power of just one 
thing, whether it's one person, one thing, that nothing is too small. And so we're going to get to that. But I just also wanted to say, if you were our, um, a podcast listener and you listen every week, you will have noticed that last week we did not have a podcast episode up. And the reason was I was traveling. I was in Waco, Texas for the Teach Them Diligently homeschooling convention. I spoke at the convention. Um, it was a great time. The convention itself is just amazing. I This is my fifth year speaking um, at the Teach Them Diligently conventions for homeschooling families. But really, even if you're not a homeschooling family, the P- Teach Them Diligently convention is about so much more. There's parenting, marriage, uh, Christian, um, you know, topics for anyone and everyone and for the whole family. So go check them out at teachthemdiligently.net. We had a whirlwind of a weekend. It was crazy. I'll just say that. It was crazy. The traveling was intense. <laughs> oh, that's a nice way to put it. The traveling was intense. Um, but it was worth it because I got to connect with some families there. I got to pray with some people that really were struggling. I got to encourage homeschooling families to keep God at the center of everything they do. And so with that, um, I'm going to go into the topic now of the one, uh, you know, not not ever discounting the number one, that one thing can really change so much. And the reason I'm talking about this is many of you know I put out a, a, um, a e-course recently, the Bible-based homeschooling e-course. And that has been really exciting for me because it is a course, it outlines, there's 20 videos that outline how we use the Bible as our main textbook for one year in our homeschool. We kind of put the curriculum aside for an entire year and just taught all of our subjects from the Bible. And so this e-course kind of outlines how we did that. If you're thinking of doing something like that, it doesn't have to be for a whole year. It could just be like for a week or a month. It could just be for some subjects, but it does outline how we did it to hopefully equip and inspire and encourage you that you can teach your child solely using the Bible. However, I also am very passionate about that e-course really focusing families on the Bible, no matter what curriculum you choose in your homeschool, no matter what curriculum you choose, the Bible should be the center of our families. It should be the center of um, everything we do, not just our homeschool, but of our life. And so with that e-course, which um, I will put the link to the e-course if you are interested in checking it out, you can sign up for three free preview videos. And then if you do buy the e-course, which is just $34.95, you will get 20 videos. Um, they're short videos, but there's 20 videos that um, deal with the different subjects and how we taught each subject and deals with they all deal with um, planning and resources and how to schedule this and how to implement it. Um, and then there's also some downloads, uh, free printables that are included in that. And the really exciting thing that's included is a membership to a private Facebook group. And so that group has actually been blessing me so much because that's a place where the families who have bought the e-course can come in and kind of ask questions, um, seek, you know, advice about resources, share ideas. 
it's just a great place to connect with other families that are looking to keep the Bible at the center of their their homeschool and their families. Um, and then I go in there and I do live videos. And so I've been really blessed to just be able to go in there and um, chat with the families that have bought the e-course and encourage them. But today I was in there and I was talking about, um, you know, never underestimate the power of teaching your child the Bible and thinking that, you know, what does it matter? Or, you know, thinking that, um, is this really, you know, going to change things or is this important? And, um, excuse me, I have my, uh, computer volume on here. Um, and I wanted to say that it is so important to realize the power behind just one person. And um, I talked about this in the video, and I'm going to expand on it now in the podcast. But, you know, sometimes I can get very discouraged looking at the culture, and I can feel like it's daunting. The culture right now is just so um, in a downward spiral. And I can feel very, you know, disheartened and think, is it a lost cause, you know, and teaching our children the Bible and, you know, they're facing this culture. I think they have to be equipped with the Bible facing this culture. But, you know, I want to go further than that and not just equip them to defend themselves, but I want to equip them to change the culture with the truth of God's word. And that sounds like a really big um, task, right? You can't change an entire culture, but you absolutely can. Because if you think about it, if you just pass down the Bible to just one child, if you have just one child in your family and they pass that down to their children and they pass that down to their children, you've already changed an entire generation, right? But then what about all those people that each of them come in contact with? Now, if you're a homeschooling family and you have a large family, you may change 10 children to know the truth of God's word. And then those 10 children may go and have 10 children each and will know the truth of God's word. And then all those people that they come in contact with. And, you know, the example I want to use is never underestimate just one person. So I've given my testimony a little bit before, especially at Simply Living For Him events. That's not going to happen right now on this podcast because that's really not what I'm using this platform for right now. But I want to give a little brief synopsis, so to speak, that, um, you know, 20 or 20 plus, I'd say, well, let's see, I'm 43, say about 20 years ago, 23 years ago early 20s, um, I was not living a, a godly life at all. I was not living the life that many of you know me for, that I love Jesus and I love God's word and, you know, all this. I did not ever open a Bible. I didn't, I was brought up in church, but I was not walking with the Lord at all. And so I was a very lost teenager very lost. I was even more lost when I went off to college and I got myself involved with some very dark and very detrimental people to me. And so 
I was living like the culture right now that I am so disgusted by, right? I was I was living in that culture. I didn't know any better. And I was in a downward spiral. And I was feeling very lost and very despondent. And when I met my husband, Steve, is when things started to turn around. And praise the Lord, I met him. And I also, at that time, met a woman, a young woman, about my age, who was a Christian, and she radiated Jesus. I mean, she literally had a glow about her. And so I was very drawn to her. And we became friends, and she would have me over to her house, and she would talk to me about Jesus. And she presented the gospel to me. She said, Jesus died on the cross so that your sins are forgiven, and you can have eternal life, and you can have a new life. doesn't matter where you've been or what you've done or the things that have happened. You are a new creation in Christ. She opened the Bible with me. She read the Bible to me. She taught the Bible to me. She introduced me to Jesus. And when I found that, it was like a treasure, okay? And so I do want to say also, it wasn't immediate at that moment. I was like, I'm made new. It was a transformation. And so, but I, I remember the very first thing I thought was, and I said to her, well, this is a really good story, but like I can't imagine that Jesus died for me because I've done some really bad things. And that just, it doesn't make sense that all of that is okay and it's all washed away. And it's not that it was okay. I needed to repent of that. And I did. And there was a point where I the switch, you know, flipped and I, I got it and I understood. Now, like I said, it didn't happen that moment or overnight. It was a transformation over the next several years. But there was a point where I understood Jesus died on the cross for me. There is no other way to abolish those sins that I had committed except through him, because I was separated from God. I was living a life completely separated from God, and I could not ever expect to be in God's presence someday without having those sins washed away, because God is a holy God, and God is perfect, and God cannot, just by the nature of who he is, he's a perfect holy God, he cannot exist with our sin. And so we have to find a way to be cleansed of that sin. And so I ended up getting it. And I ended up understanding. And when that truth really penetrated my soul, I still can't get over it. I don't think I'll ever get over it. That that life I lived is over. It's done. I have a new life now. I'm a new creation. And my life is not about me. Because God saved me. I know what I was saved from. See, a lot of us, we hear about 
you know, Jesus dying on the cross and having a new life in him and being saved and all this. But do you understand what you're saved from? In eternal eternity apart from him? And, you know, just, I can't, I can't put into words my gratitude and I realize my life isn't about me. God saved me because he loves me and that blows my mind. But God saved me so that I can now live a life for him and not based on me and what I want, but I will serve him because apart from him, I'm nothing. So my point of this whole episode today is, hear me on this. That one girl who happened to come into my life at a time where I needed the truth. And she, you know, to this day does not know the fruit that actually was harvested because of her. Because we were friends, we worked together, we had a great relationship. And then, you know, people drift away. We went on and got married, each of us, and had kids and moved away. And she has never seen all of this. She saw me just starting out taking baby steps. She hasn't seen the growth. She hasn't seen the fire I have for the Lord. She hasn't seen that I have a ministry. And so it's okay, though, because it wasn't about her. It was about God using her for God's glory. And so that one person taking one step to befriend me at a job, to invite me over on Friday night and say, hey, do you know Jesus? Let me tell you about this book. And to open the Bible and to read to me and to share with me the truth, that one person has changed many, many, many people. I don't even know how many people. But because of her changing me, and then my husband and I walking with the Lord, and now raising our four children to walk with the Lord. Okay, so there's six people right there changed. And every single person that we all come in contact with, us six people, there's also an opportunity and a potential there for them to be changed. And every person that those people come in contact with for generations to come, not just in the here and now, but until the Lord comes back and we have an earthly life, generation upon generation upon generation has this thread of truth and of Jesus woven through it. And then I think about my ministry. Sometimes I think, is it worth going all the way to Texas? It was a long travel and a long time back. But one person, there were more than one on this trip, but even if it was just one person that came up to me afterwards and said, you pointed me to Jesus. You pointed me to a creator. I know for a fact that I had unbelievers in my sessions this year. And I know now that they heard the truth. 
Does it mean that they changed right then and there? No, but it means that they heard and they may change. And so the amount of people that have been affected by this one woman sharing Jesus with me, this podcast, like I said in the beginning, has reached now 102,000 people. Again, small potatoes in the podcast world, I don't care. 102,000 souls to me is a big deal. 102,000 people on every continent in this world will hear about Jesus. And that has really spurred me on to realize that God has given me an opportunity with this podcast. God has given me an opportunity with the blog. God has given me opportunities with, you know, Instagram stories, with um, speaking at events. And it's not about me building a brand or building a ministry to say, look at Karen DeBuse and all she does. This is My purpose is going to be to share about Jesus because there may be somebody who is despondent like I was, living the worst possible decisions, lifestyle, and sinful life that I was living. And they may hear the truth about Jesus. And so when we talk about, you know, like with my Bible-based homeschooling e-course, and I keep saying, you know, you just teach your one child the Bible, you don't know. This is about so much more than school. You know, people are saying to me, oh, this is a curriculum. The Bible is not a curriculum. The Bible is our standard for living. It is the truth of our life. It explains the reason we exist. And it explains everything. I was a lost soul. I was going after all the different things, trying to figure out life. I know without a doubt when that Bible, when I opened that Bible the very first time, I'll never, ever forget it. I opened up to Matthew 6. To this day, you guys know, Matthew 6, 33 is my life verse. I opened up to Matthew 6, 25 to 34. I read those verses. It was like God came down into the room and was talking to me himself. From then, I, without a doubt, knew there was a God. These words were exactly what I needed to hear at that moment. I couldn't get enough. I was reading this this book and thinking, this has all the answers. Did I change overnight? No. Was it a start? Absolutely. It was the start of an amazing journey. We're 20-something years in. I don't know how much longer God is going to let me be on this earth, but I know without a doubt, a hundred percent, the God who created the universe is the God who speaks to us through his word. Everything is there. If you are out there and you're despondent, if you're out there and you're living a life like I was and you think there is no way that I could ever go to a church, I am too far gone, I am uh, too sinful, I am, I've done too many things, no one is too far away. And if you're out there and you're saying, I don't get it, I remember I used to drive around my car and literally cry out loud and say, God, if you're out there, Please reveal yourself to me because I don't get it. I don't get, I would cry in my car and say, I don't get what this life is about. It's hard. I don't, I don't know how there can be a future. I don't get it. 
And now I can honestly say without a doubt that was me driving my car trying to figure things out. I don't have to drive in my car aimlessly anymore trying to figure things out. God is the one in control. And I'm sitting back as the passenger. And he is the one doing the driving. He is the one in control. And I know without a doubt he is a good God. He only wants um, the best for us. And no one is too far gone. So never underestimate. Like I said, this podcast is a little bit different than my normal podcast episodes. But with Easter coming this week, I want you to never underestimate the power of just one. One person teaching your child, inviting a friend, befriending someone at work. Wherever it is, never underestimate the power of that one person changing many lives. Because ultimately, we look to Jesus, one person who changed everything, has changed millions of lives, has changed everything, has changed all of humanity. One person obeying God, going to the cross, living a perfect life, Obeying the Father perfectly. Read the Bible this weekend. If you haven't read the Bible before, if you think that you don't know it is too hard, go to the Gospels. Read about Jesus. He he lived a perfect life. He died an awful death. One person obeying God so that many would be saved. He died a perfect, uh, he died a horrific death for us so that he would take our place. Remember I told you all those horrible, horrific things I did that I can't even say out loud yet because they're just too awful. He knows what they are. I've repented of them. He's forgiven me. But there had to be a sacrifice in our place. Otherwise, we could never be with God someday. So Jesus died that death that we will never have to experience. We will never have to be separated from God. We will never have to die that death. He did it for us so that we can be made new and washed clean and have a new life here on earth and forever in eternity. I don't know how much longer I have left here on this earth. I used to worry about that when I was little and when I was younger. I used to be terrified of dying. I don't have to be terrified anymore because I know where I'm going. I know the promises of the word and of what God says. And I know that heaven is where I will go someday because Jesus paid the price for me so that I can one day be in the presence of a perfect and holy God. There's no other way to be in the, every single person is a sinner. Every single person, no matter how good you are out there, no matter how much you serve, no matter how much you try to be good, every single person is born with a sinful nature. And Jesus came so that we can, he took our place so that that sinful nature 
will be gone and we can be with God in heaven one day. So if you think that just one person isn't going to change the culture, look at Jesus. The purpose of the resurrection that we're all going to be celebrating this weekend is that Jesus ultimately defeated death. He died that death on the cross and then he rose again. God took Jesus and he rose from the dead. He conquered death. And it's true. No matter what anyone says out there, it says it's not true. It's not true. I encourage you, research for yourself. This was a true event that happened. There is no way to explain it other than it is true. God um, came in and sent his son to rescue us so that we can live for eternity. So this Sunday, we'll be celebrating celebrating the fact that Jesus rose from the dead. It is the most, you know, special day of the entire year that we can celebrate Jesus rising from the dead, conquering death and giving me new life, giving you new life, giving all who believe new life. Never underestimate the power of one. One girl changed my life. And I will never know how many lives that has changed. Although I do know there are many. At least I know the six in my own family, right? And all those we come in contact with. And that one girl has changed many, many lives for generations. One man, his name is Jesus. He has changed many, many lives for many generations never underestimate that. I wish you a very happy Easter celebrating the resurrection, a beautiful resurrection day, celebrating what Jesus did. God bless you all, and I wish you blessings and joy.